0: This is the Epilogue Audio Experience.
1: And all that jazz. Welcome to the artist. As Godard said, you don't make a movie, the movie makes you. In our movie making profession, the workings of Murphy's Law is always at its best. In these candid conversations, we unravel those challenges that define the makers in the movie-making business. Hope that these chats will inspire and elevate you to keep fighting for your dreams, but with a mode of reality, check on it. I am your host, Suchitha, and this podcast is brought to you by Metaphysical Lab. Enjoy the show. Today we have with us Ajaz Khan, whose film Hamid has been doing the festival rounds and it's already travelled to nine film festivals, including Mami, Dark Knight and Palm Spring. It's releasing in India on the 15th of March, so let's go and check him out. Hi Ajaz, welcome to the show. Hi Sulta. Ajaz, I just uh, want uh, to start off the conversation uh, with your connection with the film industry, one specifically being with Isma Chuktai and your dad being a director.
0: Yes, my entire family is into films. Uh, to start with here, uh, Isan Chuktai is my grand-aunt, and uh, my grand-uncle was uh, Shahid Latif. He was, uh, again, uh, one of the first filmmakers in our family, and then we have the next generation who came, and they were also filmmakers. And my father was a filmmaker, too. He's done around six to seven films, uh, yeah, his first film was Shagun with Waheeda Rehman, and uh, then he got into other businesses because things at that time he didn't wasn't doing that well. So uh, that's how I got into this industry, and that's how I am here.
1: What was your why of wanting to make films?
0: Couple of reasons, actually. So if you say that it, okay, that if uh, because it's in my family and that's how I got into it would be one of the reasons. Yes. But uh, for me, also, what I look at is that uh, storytelling has always been with everyone ever since you're a child because you're you know, around uh, at the early, early age. You always uh, you know, have are hearing stories and you, you're really fascinated by the fact of hearing stories because I still remember when my mother used to tell me stories and I used to get into this fantasy that I am there. So it is like children. Every children ha- child has gone through that process of imagining.
1: What was that first instinct that told you that this is the profession for me? This is what I want to do.
0: Um, I don't remember, but it goes back to when we were kids, because when we had these anime, um, you know, those years that they were they were video cameras. So we used to do at home we would just get up take the camera and start because we were uh, we we you know I happened to be on my father's set uh shooting sets so we could we were seeing how he would do or he how they would work so mm-hmm. that was always there and we would come back and as kids replicate that or, okay let's start this and play a game as shooting shooting as such so uh the, the thought of doing that has always been there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, so I've grown up thinking that okay, yes, I am gonna be a filmmaker. So there was no other thought at all. Uh, so if you ask me that, oh, mm-hmm. can you do something else? If I don't know. <laughs> I, I am a complete, you know, filmmaker, mm-hmm. or I am completely to this. I know nothing besides filmmaking.
1: Me. Tell me, how do you tackle the uncertainties and toughness that this profession constantly demands? where everyone is literally hustling to put their films together?
0: Uh, Yes, it is a tough industry. It's very, very tough. In fact, uh, uh, but, you know, you should be clear of what you want to get into it as, in the sense that what type of stories you want to say. So, for example, uh, see, one has chosen to make films which are uh, stories which are uh uh out of the box i should say okay that is an easier term to call but yeah they're different it's not when i say different i'm comparing it to the mainstream commercial bollywood cinema so you know spain bollywood bollywood cinemas you you have a protagonist and a uh you know antagonist and that's where how things because we've been as children we've been like bought up watching those type of films so you know you you have that now parallel cinema also called indie cinema is our, which is growing now, which is very good. So that is what the storytelling is, works out in different manner. It's a story which is different. It is very difficult. Okay, we guys have made ourselves in that manner that we have, want to deal with it in a difficult manner because every, after every film, you know, you go around with a begging mm-hmm. ball because you're exhausted yeah. completely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, say, you know, Please yeah. give me some money. <laughs> yeah, I want to make my next film so uh, so if we have chosen this you know in this it's in this manner and so I I mm. guess uh, the reason why we have chosen to be in this field because it is tough because it, that's how you want to be and uh, the easy way out is yeah do Bollywood cinema and where mm. you have that commercial mm. cinema so you you know you do mm. one hit film and then you have mm. uh, line up with other work so mm. Uh, mm. Mm. Mm, uh, yes. depends on yeah, what lovely, you want to choose, yeah. basically, you know. Where, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So I'm going to come back to the Bollywood cinema and the Bollywood star system. But before that, I want to continue with this conversation where... Mm. No, you... Um, just you have made three feature films. Yeah. 2009, The White Elephant. 2015, Banke Ki Crazy Barat. And 2018, Hamid, which is doing the festival rounds. And it is creating quite a noise.
0: Mm.
1: So... There is a waiting period in between every film, which is the most difficult thing in the process of making a film. Yes. What are those external challenges that you face during that waiting period and how do you tackle them?
0: Uh, I wouldn't call this the waiting period. The reason being Mm. is because um, as an artist, so-called, I mean, Mm. in any artist... Um, you know, formats. I wish I would say, There's something where mm. you get into it. Like, uh, mm. what happens with me? Okay, 2009, we ha- I ha- I finished White Elephant, and then I worked on two other scripts, and I was so mm. involved in those two scripts. So, you know, a year passed by, and I had no clue. And then mm. the script which I wrote, it uh, it mm. uh, you know, it was starting, and then it. Just got faded out because of certain recession. This mm. was in 2014. So then I got into the mm. depression that, okay, this film is not happening. Then I thought of a comedy, uh, you know, I uh, found a comedy uh, script, which was Bake. And that's how I got into making a so called little, uh, you know, mainstream, which because it had five songs and all that. And I made that. Mm. So mm. the gap was not much in that sense. But what happens is that it takes that much time for you to get into it see the process mm. to complete it because you are involved in it as an artist and mm. then get out of it and then start working on your other scripts so you're getting involved and that's how it goes about it so i don't see that gap that's the reason why i'm saying there is no gap because it takes no it's very difficult to have get into uh, two two uh, scripts and give it 100% i don't know i mm. can't do it and uh, mm. I think it's very, very difficult, so whoever does it, that's off to them. Yeah.
1: But Ajaz, you just said that you took a slightly more mainstream subject with five songs. Yeah. <clears throat> did you think that that was your way, ra- way out to? And why did you think that?
0: Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I, because I, uh, you know, the script which we had written, with I had written with the writer, uh, it's, it's called uh, Twice Born. It was working title. Now, that was a very serious subject. Now, that idea came to me while I was, uh, you know, um, I was doing recce for uh, White Elephant. And it's about a woman who changed the task system of Kerala by sleeping with 65 men. It's a true story. So after when I finished White Elephant, I went back to that and we sat and wrote that. Now, you know, I mean, it took that much time now when that thing started and faded out because my producers who are not from here they backed out last minute so when that when that you know that wasn't happening so i got into a depression and that was one of the reasons why i said now i'm gonna do a comedy and that's Mm. how i got into a comedy and not thinking in mind that it was a mainstream so i wouldn't think in that sense but even if you Mm. see this film it's not Mm. like a mainstream in spite of Mm. having five songs so it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a story which is based in Himachal and uh, talking about uh, Jochi's things which do happen there. Like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if a groom is not good looking, so it's very difficult to get married. So mm-hmm. what they do is that they hire a groom and they the hired groom goes and performs all the rituals. And when they come back, the girl is told that, OK, he's the husband and that was a hired uh, groom. So the mm-hmm. girl has to mm-hmm. deal with it because they don't go, you know, you uh, know, <laughs> family ke family and uh, all that. Uh, uh. So that's why, so that is what I made that into a comedy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it was because mm-hmm. of that reason. And again, if you see, there are, yes, we have characters who are big uh, mainstream characters like Sanjay Mishra, Vijay Raaz, Rajpal Yadav, uh, and uh, you know, Rakhish Baby. So, wo ke baad bhi they play an important role in the film then mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not the main mm-hmm. protagonist and they have a good role those and uh, they've mm-hmm. done a very good job mm-hmm. but they're not it's those characters which take the film so then mm-hmm. sure. it was in, not in on your face mainstream it was a little different and I tried doing it yes I kept five songs so it was mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of my earlier film or script which didn't happen got me thinking in this manner but I didn't think of mainstream or indie cinema I don't mm-hmm. think like that I don't want to think mm-hmm. like that
1: mm-hmm. so
0: that was the mm-hmm. reason actually mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. Just pulling your thought on the depressive face. You know, I hear this constantly. You know, with filmmakers, with my own self. How do you tackle those internal depressive faces?
0: Ah, uh, yes, it is very, very depressing. It is very de- depressing. But yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> if you uh, take it as a challenge, because uh, filmmaking is has so many hurdles. It has, so every stage there's a hurdle, every stage there's a hurdle. I mean, I mean, and if you accept the fact that, okay, it is uh, something which is going to be very difficult and it is going to be a tough job. So Mm -hmm. I think your, uh, that stage of depression, I think can be taken care of, but it is, yes, it is very difficult to handle that. And these uh, obstacles which come in between uh, are very difficult again to handle, so (laughs) <laughs> mm. well, you, it, you have to accept it. You have to accept mm, it. Mm, mm. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Does that affect your uh, personal
0: life? See, uh, <clears throat> our profession is as such. There is no such thing as personal or mm. uh, professional. The reason being is because, see, if you are not passionate mm. enough, mm. you cannot be. Uh, you know, you cannot mm. be as what you want to say because it becomes like your profession. So you are passionate about what you want to do. And you are Mm. constantly day in and day out. You have gotten to the project. So it is not personal at all. Mm. So it is people who say that, okay, yes, I'm professional Mm. there doing this. It's not possible to be professional because professionalism is something where you have a nine to five job, for example, and then you switch off. Oh yeah, there is no switching off Mm. because you are into it completely. So I see it in that mm-hmm. sense that mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. not uh, personal or professional. Mm-hmm. So yes, if you are depressed there, yes, in your real life mm-hmm. or in your life, yes, you are depressed mm-hmm. too. So, yeah because, you're, mm-hmm. yeah, because you have to be into it. And if you're mm-hmm. not into it and if you see it in that sense that, okay, this now I am professional and this is how mm-hmm. it's going to be. You mm-hmm. cannot cut out that thought coming in your mm-hmm. mind that what do you want to do? Because you are into it. And that's what the high is of, you know, telling a story. Mm.
1: What is that one, the toughest decision you have taken to stick to being a filmmaker?
0: Uh, <clears throat> I guess losing out on the comforts of life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it is a fact, mm. yes. Yes. Uh, because mm-hmm. if... Uh, with the qualifications that I have, I could have got yes. a very good nine to five job with a very good salary, and that would be really comfortable, yes, so I guess uh, that's what was my intention that okay, I have to give that up mm, mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, somewhere it displays in your mind that no it'll be it'll come back in this way. <laughs> Yes, so that yes. is the hope which makes you go or makes you fight with this, uh, these obstacles when they come, I guess.
1: You know, like everyone is talking <clears throat> about a balanced, professional and personal life. Do you, think, do you think a filmmaking life can ever be a balance?
0: I don't think so. It's mm. one-sided. It is one-sided, yes. because mm. you have to be completely into it. Mm. So it's, do you uh, think,
1: but do you think filmmakers are too tough on themselves when they take this decision?
0: I don't think so mm. they like to do it I guess mm. <laughs> mm. So it's not mm. tough at all I mean it's like I'm mm. sure they have they are interest- See, it is so difficult to get into something like this I mean take for example I mean you mm. just mentioned that you were you know nine years to pitch mm. the subject and then mm. it took that mm. long to start it yes. so there is some sense of madness or, some sense of
1: madness I lost out on a lot of
0: things yes in the process so, and, but you know these are things which are really uh, inspiring to other filmmakers because that's what when you're into it and you're getting mm. into it mm. there's something in you which is saying that no you will finish it you you know mm. you'll, because I, at the end of the day that about, that's what matters that more people watch your film so mm. somewhere you think that yes you will finish and it will see the daylight Hmm. Now, that is the craziness which just keeps you pushing all the time. And, Hmm. yeah, I think, yeah. Uh,
1: You know, I just want to uh, get into the process a bit more, uh, the creative process Hmm. while you're making the film. Hmm. Uh, Do you think that at times the filmmaking, instead of becoming, instead of being a creative process... Uh, but its own rhythm becomes, you know, a power battle or a political battle. Have you felt like that during any of your processes?
0: Um, <clears throat> yes, I think it is a part and parcel of being a filmmaker, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and also um, the reason being is because uh there is a lack of understanding between uh, maybe the director and the producer and that's what mm-hmm. causes this uh, you know change from creative to a power battle or pol- politics getting involved because maybe you are not trying to convey of what are you you're doing. So that's what causes this problem.
1: Hmm. So how do you tackle that?
0: Uh, by being very clear as to what uh, exactly you're looking at and what you're going to do. Mm. So if you mm. have everything absolutely chalked out, again, uh, you know, there is a very thin line where, you know, if you put down as detailed things and leave yourself to a certain, um, uh, you know, on sets where you can improvise. How much do you do that or do you don't do that at all? Will that suffer in the creative part of it? So there is a very thin line which i'm constantly battling you know i Mm -hmm. want to be Mm -hmm. as organized and as thoughtful in the manner that you will see my movements of actors on pay on paper in every scene like i'll draw it Mm -hmm. out and i will have my character walk in a certain way from this room to that room so i'll have Mm -hmm. that on paper Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. when i i You know, I uh, go to my uh, actors and say that okay, this is how you're doing, and this is how you want to walk from here and come here. So I have everything Mm. chalked out. In spite of Mm. that, you know, do you leave yourself little leeway to improvise? How much do you Mm. leave that? And that is what is a battle constantly.
1: Tell me, Jaz, what do you think is one of the greatest quality a director should have?
0: (laughs) Oh my God. I don't think so. There is, or you can call, um, you know, that okay, that is the quality. That is why you have succeeded in life. No, I don't think so, because Mm. I think it's it's different Mm. with everyone, and you can't do that as such. So, uh, I I I would say that (laughs) be a dreamer. Yeah, I think Mm. that should be the good quality, Mm. and always think of. Telling a story, I guess.
1: How do you work on your weaknesses? Do you work on it or you just let it be?
0: Of course, mm. you have to constantly work on your weakness. Mm. Constantly work on your weakness. Because, uh, see, as they say that, okay, if there are, uh, there is a weakness in you, you will always try to hide that. So because of you hiding that weakness, you are constantly working. So you're the, the positive side of it. Gets little uh, lower than the part which you're trying to hide. Mm. So I think it's gone. It's always there.
1: What is it that pushing you, or motivating you to start your next project, and how are you starting it with another pitch or? Hmm? Okay.
0: <clears throat> yeah. This is you know. Okay. Uh, I think the motivation comes with what you are have are lacking with, in the earlier film. So, you know, it's an experience like uh, White Elephant was an experience for and then I made Bakke. So, you know, I didn't do things which I thought was wrong there. And that was, that's why I suffered. I didn't do it here. So that was my motivation to do, to do Bakke. And from Bakke doing Hamid was my motivation that, OK, I stopped there or I was wrong there. So in this, I will not do. So the same way I have for the next, okay, I had some things. And this is completely in the thought of my mm-hmm. way of working. Mm-hmm. It's got nothing to do yes. with anyone else. So that is the motivation. Now I feel uh, that yes. I have really developed something mm-hmm. where I can tap emotions in the manner. So my motivation has been for my next script, which I am working on at this stage, is that I'm going to let my actors lose Completely, and take the shots right in the beginning, as in like, not give them room to rehearse, mm. make them as natural mm. as possible. So that is now my motivation for my next mm. film, Interesting. because there is a certain, you know, there is a certain. For example, when you your actors come and mm. rehearse, and then they then they have a second, and they go on, and then they give the first take and the second take, mm. third take. Now, there is a lot of difference between the fourth take and the first one, and yes. the rehearsals. So I have uh, come to this understanding: is that the first one or the rehearsals are always as natural as possible. So this thing which I have discovered on myself to find, you know, is the natural acting is looks much better than rehearsed. Yes. So I want to experiment more. In that, in my next film, so that is one motivation, one, one of the motivations, uh, which I have to do mm. my next. And also it's got to do with the, the, the story which you have in mind mm. to do the next, mm. next film. That is the biggest motivation, uh, motivator, I should say. <laughs> it is the biggest step
1: when you start pitching for your next film do you first get an actor on board or do you get a producer on board
0: i uh, i get the producer on board at least these three films that's what has, that's mm. what has happened basically mm. so i get the producer on mm. board mm. and uh, yeah and and then we pitch it do
1: they, do they then then tell you get another See, get an actor the, on board? when
0: you have uh, you know when you have like minded people getting involved in the project it starts building up so when you have more mm. people joining and they're accepting you because they have accepted and decided to produce this film. So it's like there are more minds thinking. And there are, like, it starts with, obviously, the writer and the director or the directors, if it's the director's story. And when you have other minds joining in, it is a it's it is positive. It is has to be positive because you have more minds thinking in that manner. So if a producer comes in and then they start talking about, okay, let's get this, it is a plus point, of course, for the project. Now depends again if you accept it, and if you, or you don't.
1: What is that difference that that iota of a difference or a big difference that comes in between a bad film, a good film, a great film, or a filmmaker? Do you think films are good, great, and bad, or do you think the filmmakers?
0: Um, <clears throat> no, no, it's not the filmmakers, and it's not the film also. The reason, hmm. reason being is, see, no filmmaker wants to make bad stuff on my uh, bad <laughs> yeah. film. Because every filmmaker, yeah. if he or she is doing something, uh, making a film, it is with the full intention of making making it obviously good. No one wants hmm. to make bad stuff. But it hmm. is the acceptance of people if they accept that as a good film. You understand what I'm saying? See, what happens is that, okay, it is it is there, It is whether it is liked or not. For example, I mean, if you keep some uh, very good-looking object on the table, it will catch attention. Now, that good object is the way it is made, or if it is like forced or something, maybe it depends on when that person was making that object, in what state of mind he was in and mm-hmm. that caused it to mm-hmm. make it little mm-hmm. defunct or in some manner, which is not good, And that's not catching the eye. Oh, you can't blame anyone mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. So, Agar, if that process of making the film has gone wrong and it's not accepting by the audience, so you can't mm-hmm. call it a bad film or something, uh, you know, because that, mm-hmm. is, that is his vision, his or her vision. But he has not mm-hmm. been able to mm-hmm. capture that many audience. So maybe that's the reason why it's not bad. Uh, it is considered to be bad I guess but as an art it's mm-hmm. not definitely so I, there is no such thing as good or bad for me it is the you know it is how you when you make it so or it is uh, yeah definitely the maker do has a has a very big hand in it uh, not because uh, I'm a director and I'm saying it in that sense because it does matter uh, the, the craft you use what you have learned and how you want to tell that mm-hmm. story Like a particular Mm. scene can be, uh, will be interpreted in a film in a different manner with different directors. It is bound to be because everyone is different. But, uh, you know, now whose is more acceptable by the audience when you see it Mm. is Mm. what matters.
1: What does that depend upon?
0: Uh, Depend on your art of storytelling how mm. uh, different you are to talk about certain ways. This is I'm talking about today's times. I mean, not earlier when Manmohan mm. Desai Man mm. or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, their films. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was different then. But mm-hmm. now...
1: It was different yeah, then, Now yeah. it is... So the aesthetics have changed?
0: Of course it has. If you see... So like, the filmmaker
1: uh, needs to adapt to them?
0: Um, I think it is the, the filmmaker is adapting to the current you know they are adapting and they are changing themselves mm-hmm. they're not changing the mm-hmm. audience they're mm-hmm. changing because the mm-hmm. audience is accepting it so i don't know if this is making sense but yeah it is it is uh, definitely uh, i would say it is uh, the filmmaker uh, who plays important uh, factor in giving the audience or getting the letting the audience uh, you know them accepting what mm-hmm. he has given I mean why are certain directors um, Mm. sitting right on top because they have managed to tell a story in a manner Mm. which touches that many hearts that is why they are constantly Mm. doing that good work so uh, it is got to do with the filmmaker and how many uh, people Mm. like his work as such I think
1: Okay, I'm going to jump to the business of making films and the ROI which we were talking about yesterday. How much does the ROI really actually translate in reality? The hypothetically is what we are creating in ROI, right? While we are pitching.
0: You know, that I think happens when the producer gets involved. Mm. Because as far as you as a director uh, or creative is concerned, even a writer, Mm. for example, I don't think so, uh, at least, uh, you know, um, there are very few creative minds who think in that manner too. Okay, how you return mm. Yeah, but I think it is important to be aware about who your audience is. Mm-hmm. So if you know that whom you want to cater to, because and then figure out that, okay, that is the part. Like today, if you see most of the producers say that we want to cater to 18 to mm-hmm. 35 mm-hmm. age group. So, and why? Because they are the largest film mm-hmm. goers mm-hmm. in India. So that's the reason why they want to mm-hmm. tap that that Mm. age group. So, uh, you know, that is where the ROI Mm. comes in. And not many creative, because if you see most of the creative side of it as directors Mm. and writers, they don't think like Mm. that. Uh, And again, do you need to straight, again, draw a line? I don't Mm. think so. Because if you, if you, that is like putting uh, hurdles or blinkers on your creativity. Mm. Mm. But, okay, give you an example. Uh, If you see Iranian films, the more blinkers they were put there, like, okay, you can't show a girl has to be in a burkha, you can't show, Mm. you know, beyond her her sleeve or uh, beyond her thumb, you can't show the woman's Mm. hands Mm. also. And you can't do this, you can't do that. So because of that many restrictions, their cinema turned out to be in a different way, which the world Mm. loved. You got that (laughs) many, yeah, if you go back, say, maybe 20 years, you look at the Iranian cinema when it was uh, developing then, I have fantastic beautiful films which you know till to date uh, till date, they're known as cult mm. films like if yes. you see Majin Mani's uh, Baran or if you see Children yes. of Heaven or if you see Mahmal Baf's films mm. or uh, Pirostami. Mm. so I mean they were the. I think that's what's mm. changed uh, you know got the changes in the world cinema that something which is as simple as that is still acceptable or it's still, still so mm-hmm. beautiful mm-hmm. true so, uh, it was never thought, Kate, what the ROI would be. Because then, you know, you have to, if you start thinking that there are hurdles. But uh, uh, creator side, it shouldn't be. You should not get there. I don't mm. think so. Tell a story in your mm. manner. And be sure of what that is the story which you can attract that mm. many audience. So, you will get your return. Mm. But if you start thinking, because I want my return, so I'll keep this song. I think that is wrong.
1: Okay, tell me about your favorite directors that ah, you
0: should watch Ah, there are lots Lots, okay I, I love okay. Uh, Zhang Yimou uh, You know, I mm-hmm. yes, Oh I my was. god, yes. I think he's one of my favorite directors I like Yes, ma'am. Yeah, and I've yeah. seen all his films I love uh, Woody Allen Again, one of my favorite directors uh, mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. Spike Lee I mean, this new film of his was nice Yeah Black yeah. Dance man then and yeah. yes, I have. Yeah, really well. and oh. mm-hmm. I love Martin Scorsese. My God, yes. I mean, these are my legends. Yes. I love these directors. I like Oliver Stone, uh, only because yes. of the the versatility what he had. He made Platoon, and after that, he made Wall Street. My God, completely mm. contrast. So, so these are directors which I which mm. inspire mm. me. Mm. I, Lovely. if you go back further, I like uh, uh, Bergman. Mm. I like his films too. And uh, Acha, if you come to India, I'll, there's yes. lots of directors. I loved what Mehrukh Khan made. My my mm. father used to assist Mehrukh Khan. And yes. He, yeah, and he has assisted Mehrukh Khan when he was making Mother India. Wow. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so as children, I remember my father used to talk about a lot of stories that how that film was made, and I still have that in my mind, you know. So he's, uh, yeah, and I love uh, V. Mm-hmm. If you see his films, what, so many different ideas which he mm-hmm. came up with, yes. like do Barahat, and, uh, you know, such beautiful films. So so these are directors mm-hmm. which I which inspire me. And, uh, you know, in today's time also, I love Raju Hirani. I mean... And I like Sanjay Leela's Bansali because the way he has that scope, I don't think uh, no other director has managed to capture the scope which he does. So that's brilliant. Yeah, there are, I like, uh, I mean, if you see Anurag Kashyap, I think he's doing amazingly, uh, you know, most of his films. Yeah, Yeah, then Sudhir Mishra, there's uh, Ketan Mehta. So, yeah, there are so many good directors which you can learn from. And yes, I have always, I mean, I've always get, got inspired by these directors. Yeah. So
1: great, Ejaz. It was such wonderful time talking to you and getting so much insight. Thank
0: you, Suchita. Yes, it was. And every day is a new day. And every day, yes, there is a new hurdle. And you have to deal with it. And you have to cross it. And you will do it. I mean, that's what keeps me motivated every day.
1: I hope you guys enjoyed the show as much as I did. As Neil Gaiman says, be bold, be rebellious, choose art, it matters. Summing up our discussion today, do we need to constantly ask the why of wanting to tell a story? Yes, I'm influenced by Simon Sinek. Is the life of a filmmaker imbalanced and skewed? Do we need to question that? Talk to me. What do you think should be the qualities of a filmmaker? Do you think we're asking too many questions and trying to define everything? ROI, 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 question mark. You can connect with Ajaz on his Twitter handle, on his Facebook. Uh, Go watch his film, which is releasing on 15th of March. If you have any questions and suggestions for me, you can connect with me on LI, which is LinkedIn. And I'll see you guys soon with the next episode where we dig deeper into the dark side of the moon. Go figure that out. Thanks for listening.